almost do the work that we almost do the work of an evangelist. We must do the work of speaking God's word. We must do the work of propagating the good news of the gospel. Amen. Uh, praise God. As we've come this morning, I want us to just thank God for another day, uh, for his goodness and for his kindness and um, even for the gospel. Let us thank God for the good news uh, of the gospel uh, Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We celebrate you. Uh, we celebrate your word, Lord, and we thank you for how your word is our text for living. We thank you, Father, for your word is our eternal text. It is the the, the script of eternity, O oh God. Thank you, Father, because it is the word that remains, Lord, even when we change, Lord. It is the word that has the power to change and transform us, O oh God, into the image of Christ. Father, we thank you for the power that resides in your word, my God. We give you praise, Father. We thank you, Father, because even um, throughout the years and the times and the seasons of our lives, oh God, your word remains, Father. Your word is that instruction that guides us, that crafts us, that leads us, that helps us, oh God, that strengthens us, that causes faith to rise up in us, that encourages us, oh God that shows us, Lord, the path of life. Lord, we thank you because your word is Jesus Christ himself written for us to see. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for sharing your life for us. Um, not only did you die, but you left your testament for us to be used as a script, Lord, um, um, and a pattern and a blueprint, Lord, for us to multiply um, the legacy, Lord, of your life, O oh God, that you live. And Lord Jesus, we thank you. Not only do you dictate, Lord, but you give the power to become. Father, we thank you for the power indeed that is in your word. We give you praise, O oh Lord our God. We worship you. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Father, for um, the power, Lord, and the pool of the word of God. You know, the word of God has a pool. It is that which pulls us to itself. There is a, um, there, there is a, I don't know if it's the centrifugal or centripetal now, but there's a force that pulls you to itself. Um, and I believe that the word of God has that double dimension. It pulls you to itself and then it launches you, whether it's the centrifugal or centripetal, it pulls you to itself and it pushes you um, um, to carry that which it gives you to go and minister and go and be an evangelist, to be a carrier. Um, the word of God, when it touches a life, when it touches a man, you know, when um, um, it imparts a life, it's, 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 puts a seed in you that you can take and go and reproduce. So the word of God is potent and the word of God gives us um, uh, the ability to, to be fruitful and to multiply. And so Father, we thank you. You know, one of the things that have been um, um, in my spirit for the month of February is that it is the month of fruitfulness and multiplication. I can't shake it off. The Lord has been speaking about fruitfulness and multiplication everywhere I have turned in this month of February. And Lord, we thank you because it is your word that makes us fruitful. Father, it is your word that you even spoke to us and you said we should be fruitful and we should multiply. And so Father, Lord, we thank you because you spoke your word, Lord. And Lord, you have given us the ability, Lord, for fruitfulness and multiplication. And we thank you, Lord, even for the instructions, Lord, for fruitfulness and multiplication. Baba, we say thank you. We bless your holy name. Lord, we thank you for everyone, Lord, um, that has gathered again in this month of February, Lord, to press in, Lord, to hear what you are saying, to glean, Lord, to be touched, Lord. Father, I thank you because you are causing, Lord, your power, the potency of your word, Lord, to be released over the lives of each and every person here in the name of Jesus. Baba, we thank you because we do not walk this journey alone. We thank you, oh God, because we are not walking through this month of February alone. We thank you, oh God, because your spirit lives in us and your spirit equips us and your spirit helps us lord and we receive the help of the spirit we receive the equipping of the spirit we receive the um the resources of heaven that are made available for us lord to make the journey lord to make the shift to make lord the transitions of god and to build in the name of jesus baba we thank you because you have given us lord the ability um to build lord um our standards and 
to build structures, oh God, that carry the tove of God in, in them, in the name of Jesus, Lord. You are giving us, Lord, the insight, the intelligence, and the understanding, Lord, to build systems, to build structures, Lord, to build institutions, Lord, to build lives, Lord, Father, that will multiply, Lord, our Father, that will be fruitful, oh God, in goodness, Lord, in the, in carrying the nature of God. And so, Father, we say thank you and we bless your holy name. I want us to just pray in the spirit this morning as we push further. Makire pusun de prende kina bandere pusun tenia rendo sun teni karada bashande kitene musun tene kila pusun talia rekende fasun teni prodosun de krendo sun tade kaya mazuta di prado sukura da bashande kitene borobo sun de prende parada pasun talia ne borotu ne kia do sun talia mandere de 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 pusun talia we thank you, O God. Blessed be your holy name, O God. In the name of Jesus. Reba sunte kira da da bashande kira do sunte ne prendo sunda makia do sunte dia rando sunte ne prende masunda barika tade bo sunte nikra do sunte ne prende basunta nia. We give you praise. We worship you. We bless your holy name, O oh God. For in Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen. Uh, I just want to share something with us this morning as we pray. Um, one of the things, um, you know, after the call yesterday, and who can agree with me that yesterday, in fact, the last two days on prayer reign have been very, very transforming. You know, the quality of the word that we received has been very transforming. And um, I often make a joke sometimes when I'm talking to God and I'm just like, God, you really, you know, there's like different kinds of diets for different classes of people. There's the um, elitist group of people, you know, um, as the world has classified people anyway. There are those that are the elites. Um, there are those that are the commoners <clears throat> and those that are at the grassroots. And sometimes when I receive, there's a kind of revelation that I receive from God I'm just like my God if there was such a thing as spiritual class you know spiritual elite that is determined by the diets that you eat honestly sometimes I feel like I mean an elitist group so to speak because what manner of teaching is this you know what manner of revelation is this that we have the opportunity to hear um it's not common and that is the truth it's easy to feel or it's easy to get to the place of complacency when you um <clears throat> constantly <clears throat> i'm sorry please excuse me um i have a slight cough when you're constantly um, faced with something or you're constantly receiving something, it's easy for you to forget. But one of the things I ask the Lord for in the place of prayer, I say, God, help me not to forget where I have come from, where I am and where you are taking me to. And at every point in time, let me have the perspective, um, Lord, so that I can appreciate what you are doing, so that I can have a true heart and a posture of gratitude and thanksgiving. You know, so every time I receive the word of God and I receive revelation, no matter how many times I hear it, because I have, I constantly make this prayer to God, something new is broken loose over me. There's an unraveling that I receive and I, I can't help but give thanks to God. You know, so sometimes when we receive this type of teachings and insights and truth it is truth that we are receiving when we receive it i i, I really am in awe i'm just like my god you are really really pampering us with the very best with like the premium diet of heaven praise god and um yesterday after the call I after the prayers i was speaking with apostle isi you know and you know we were just talking about how this month's prayer reign has been going. I'm sure by now you can tell that prayer reign is not ending today. So I know that she had said three days, but when we were speaking yesterday, I said, well, Apostle, it's three days we said, I'm sure everybody is ready for three days. And she laughed and she said, prayer reign that this February, we've not even really started it. If you look at it, you know, we haven't even 
won't really be gone and she was like there's a certain pace that god has been taking her on and she was like oh that you know is it she we were talking about the pace of it and i said this pace cannot be rushed because if there is a certain pace by which truth must be delivered the truth must be dropped and people must receive it must be absorbed into the lives into the blood of people and i believe that that is why god is taking us on this pace you know to receive his truth it is truth that he's giving to us i remember after the first day of the call and i shared this um, as a testimony we got feedback of messages you know from people talking about how oh my god this was you know it's like this message was tailor made for me. How did she know that this was where I was at in my life? You know, and all of that. And that shows us the intentionality of God. And that shows us, you know, the intentionality of God in ordering our steps to be in a house like this, to be in a community and a family and a place of fellowship like this, where we are eating this kind of diet of, you know, God's word, because um, he knew everything every every um he knew the the journey your life's journey you know and he knew that at this point in time this is what you will need to make the necessary transitions this is what you will need to shift this is what you will need to build and so he ordered your steps to this place it is enough for you to even just say father i thank you for your intentionality in ordering my steps, Lord. I thank you because I am hearing the word of truth. I thank you because your truth is a belt that holds together every aspect of my life. Because you see, um, in the armor of God, truth is described as a belt. A belt is that which holds things in place. A belt is that which supports. A belt is that which, um, you know, um, 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 grips together. So the word of God is holding us together. The word of God is gripping us together. The word of God is giving us a firm, would I say foundation. It is stabilizing, stabilizing us, you know, it's helping us to stand. It is giving us a backbone. Um, it is giving us the strength that we need so that when we show up, our lives are in order. Uh, our lives are in order. We can fully um, project the image of God that we carry um, in our conduct, in our actions, in our speech, in our character, in everything that we do. The word of God, it is very powerful. And so, Father, once again this morning, we just say thank you for your intentionality, O oh God, and your craftsmanship, O oh God, of your word and the teachings that we are receiving in this time and in this season. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we give you praise. Praise Lord, because even before we were born, Lord, Father, you knew that such a time will come where our lives and our destinies will be dependent on truth at this level, Lord. And you, by your love and your care and your intelligence, Lord, you have crafted it, Lord, altogether. You have called forth this season of our lives and you have ordered our steps, Lord, to this place where we hear your word and where we receive, Lord, Father, such a um, um, well-curated diet and curriculum of the word, Lord, to help us shift, to help us transition, to help us build, to help us navigate, oh God, in life. And so, Father, we say thank you and we give you praise, oh Lord, our God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, <laughs> another thing I had, you know, mentioned um, to PI was that when we come together, and I thought to share this. Sorry, give me a second. When we come together um, on prayer ring, what happens is that we are actually receiving revelation. There are seasons of prayer in where all we do is pray and pray and pray. But there are other seasons where we know that the Lord is speaking to us and what he's doing is he's releasing um the insights, the intelligence, and the revelation that we need. It is called prayer rain, you know, and I believe he was, even God himself was intentional about crafting that name because the rain of prayer should not stop falling, you know. The rain, the outpour should not stop. Um, and what happens when we have revelation is that it creates the cloud that causes the rain to pour. So what God is doing is, I would say he's giving us the seed of prayer 
when we come here. Remember, um, um, a seed is that which carries the ability to reproduce itself. It is one thing for you to come and to be given fish, but it's another thing for you to be equipped to be a fisher of men. It is one thing for you to come and just pray, but it's another thing for you to receive the insights, you know, um, the authority, the understanding for which you can not just pray, but consistently make prayers um, 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 unto the Lord. And I believe that that is why the Lord launches us into seasons like this, where we are hearing the word, hearing the word. Um, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. So um, our ability to pray also in that light, it comes by the constant um, reception or the constant feeding of the revelation of God. When we are constantly fed with the revelation of God, um, When we are constantly fed um, with the revelation of God, then we are equipped to pray the heart and the mind of God. Praise God. Um, I'm just going to pray for Yvonne, uh, who just put up a message on the chat. Um, Yvonne, I pray over you in the name of Jesus, over your mind. Um, I pray for clarity, even for this season, in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, your message says that you feel clueless and lost, though you feel positioned for the next move and shift for the next steps of your life. Like your leg is lifted above the next step, but you are unable to have your feet land in the next step. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will receive the clarity, you will receive the courage, and you will receive the strength that comes from the word of God and comes from the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. I also pray that even as you show up in prayer and you stay in God's word, that he will cause faith to rise up in you um, and the Lord will give you the ability to trust him um, and to obey the instructions that he gives to you whether big or small in the mighty name of Jesus and I just pray over everyone on this call um, anyone that may be having such feelings as well um, I pray that the Lord will give you the understanding um, to make decisions not based on feelings but based on conviction in the name of Jesus and so I pray for the power of conviction to rest upon each and every person oh, on this call I'm sorry, please mute your mic. I pray for the power of conviction to rest upon each and every person of the, on this call this morning in the name of Jesus. Baba, if there are any decisions that need to be made, Father, if there are any um, instructions that need to be carried out, oh God, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just give ourselves, Lord, to your direction, Father. We give ourselves to the direction of your spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus. We will not move faster than you, and we will not move too slow for you. We will go at the pace of your spirit in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, this morning, we pray that there be a replacement, oh God, and there will be a shift from fear to faith in Jesus' precious name. Um, um, and I'm going to say this, you see, when um, the Lord was talking to Joshua, he told him, he said, he, first of all, he stated the obvious, and he said to Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. So there is the obvious that is, you know, for lack of a better word, that is obvious, that is glaring, that is factual, that you see, you know. Um, but what he said to him, he said, um, um, he told him, don't be afraid. He said, be strong and be courageous. And he said, this book of the law shall not depart from you. He gave him an instruction. So he said, yes, these are the obvious things. This is the obvious situation, but this is what you must do. There is a place for strength and courage for you to shift in the direction of the will of God per time and per season. Joshua could have stayed in that place where he said, yes, I know that Moses is dead. I know that God has called me to be a leader, but I am not sure. You know, he may have seen he may have allowed himself to be crippled by the weightiness of that season. But what did he do by giving himself to prayer, I believe, and be, by giving himself to the instructions of the Lord um, and giving himself to the leading of the Holy Spirit, he was able to receive, um, you know, God's word that told him what you need for this season of your life is strength and courage and sitting consistently with God's word. So I encourage us on this call to let us know that um, if you are staying and feeling and feeding yourself up with God's word, um, the Lord will release the courage and the strength that you need to shift.
It will release the courage and the strength that you need to go in the direction that he's calling you to. And you need not be afraid. All you need to do is continually lean on the Lord. You must continue to lean on God. You must not give room to fear. You cannot allow yourself to be a fearful person. There are certain, and you know, when we go into a place of prayer, prayer is not just coming to speak empty words or just speaking plenty words rather. But when we enter a place of prayer, we are entering strategy sessions with the Lord. And we say this consistently on prayer reign. Never appear before the Lord with without your, will I say, your weapons for strategy. Come with a notebook, come with your Bible, come with your pen, come ready to hear what the Lord is saying and write those things down. Come ready to have conversations with the Lord um, and show him that you are, you know, you are ready to make the shift and make the journey with him. I don't believe that. In fact, I know that God speaks and he consistently and constantly speaks, you know, so I know that he has a word for everyone. And remember, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search it out. So there is a glory that is waiting for you at the end of searching out the matters and the issues of life. And I know that in this season, that glory will, this month will not pass us by in the name of Jesus. We will make the shift from just searching out to unlocking um, um, the will and the word and the directions and uh, the treasures that God has for us in the name of Jesus. So be encouraged. The Lord is with you. Um, the Lord is with you and the Lord will continue to help you and the Lord will continue to lead you um, as you stay diligent in following, in seeking um, 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 and, you know, meditating on his word in the name of Jesus. One of the instructions that we have received and, you know, um, for February is that it is the month for, for growth. You know, it is the month for, um, the Lord is going to be sending us resources, resources of people, resources financially. He's going to be sending us all kinds of resources. So there are instructions that the Lord will give you. And remember what we prayed about initially, conviction, conviction. Um, it is a conviction of the spirit that allows you to move in a certain way you know the lord may be demanding or calling you to do certain things and just probably because you have not done them before you may feel like oh maybe it's my mind no the conviction of god is it it, it rests in discernment just the way they say the voice of God is discerned. You are able to discern the conviction of God as instruction. Um, and you will know when the Lord is speaking to you concerning something. Um, as we continue to pray, I know the Lord, the Lord is faithful. So I know he will make every path straight for each and every one of us that stays diligent in seeking him in the name of Jesus. So, um, like I said, be encouraged. Don't be dismayed. Um, and the Lord will cause light to shine over your life and you will see and you will testify of the goodness of God over your life in this season in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, so this morning uh, I we're here to pray and I'm just going to be sharing a few things. After yesterday's teaching, there were a few things that I took down that I want us to pray about over the next few minutes before we go. One of the things that we um, learned yesterday and we have been learning in the last few weeks, you know, is about the oppressive um, and the manipulative uh, weapon of the enemy um, to build uh, and propagate the kingdom of darkness. You know, uh, one of the ways that the oppression of the enemy is facilitated in our lives, you know, is by the hedges that we leave broken and um, the doves that we leave open in our lives. Um, and we also learned that, you know, um, demon possession means that um, is a pointer to the legal rights that whether it's the principality or the demon or whatever it is, has to move in our lives and to, you know, be a stronghold over us. Um, but it doesn't just stop at the oppression. Um, it now consistently leaves doors open um, for more possession and more oppression. So it's like, and when we're talking about fruitfulness, 
put it in context, um, that is why that door, the enemy will constantly try to leave the, the hedge broken and the door open so that there is room for the multiplication of evil seed and evil, uh, would I say, activity um, and further manipulation and possession in the lives of God's people. And that's why it goes past a person um, and past a generation to generations to people, you know, um, but that is not the will of God for our lives. We also see that um, one of the ways that we keep the doors open we learned um two days ago one um on forgiveness and um yesterday some of the things that we shared you know other ways that the doors are left open by even just having certain beliefs in our hearts um and seeing the manifestations of evil and even now utilizing these weapons and utilizing these manifestations um to for for personal gain um and that we see through manipulation so there are a number of things it's like the gift or the seed that keeps reproducing itself changing its form mutating and constantly reproducing and reproducing and reproducing but it is at the point where we are able to identify it and bring it to subjection and bring it to submission um to the the to to the will of god and bring it in you know bring it to the cross bring it to the feet of jesus i remember on uh, January prayer ring this year, when we shared and talked about, you know, the serpent and uh, the sting of the serpent and the venom that the serpent releases. But when God gave Moses the instruction, after the children of Israel had, um, after they had sinned against God and sinned against Moses, um, and they had cried out to the prophets and said, oh, pray to God that we may, you know, that we may be healed. And God gave Moses the instruction and told him, make a bronzing serpent and then put it on the rod. And he said, when the people look at it, he said that the stinging may continue, but when the people look at it, they will be healed. And so we see the power and the weaponry of the cross and the power of the blood of Jesus. I want us this morning to pray and ask once again that the Lord will give us the ability to break through break free from the hold of the serpent and give us the strength to break free from every limitation of darkness in the name of Jesus Christ. As we shift, it is a consistent, it's a prayer we must make consistently because for every level that we get to in our work, for every level of success, every level of growth, every level of maturity that we attain, best believe that there are higher, um, what's it called, um, 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 would I say challenges um, and there, there are greater opportunities for us to exercise mastery, understanding that challenges are opportunities for us to exercise mastery. So the more you grow, the more you are built up, the more you must continue to build yourself up. And so Father, this morning, we just pray, oh God, that if there be any stronghold, Lord, that exists in our lives, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray for a release and we pray, oh God, that by the power of your spirit, you will break us free, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, every hold that the enemy, Lord, may have had upon our lives, O oh God. Father, because indeed we have shifted, even in understanding, Lord, we have shifted in our minds, in our thoughts, Lord, in our perspective, Lord, we have shifted. And Lord Jesus, we pray for the strength, we pray for the wisdom, we pray for the revelation, not just to maintain this level, Lord, that you have broken us into, Lord, but Father, even to break through even further in the name of Jesus, to consistently make the shift with you, my Lord and my King in the name of Jesus. Father, whatever it is that is a weight, Lord, unto us, whatever it is that holds us back, whatever it is that is a dead weight, whatever it is that has been tied to us to keep us sinking, Lord. Oh, Father, whether it be complacency, oh God, Father, whether it be ignorance, oh God, or Father, maybe whether it may be um, character traits, oh God, Father, or traits of our bloodlines, Lord, anything that is a hindrance and a limitation, Lord, that brings stagnation in our lives. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that you will open our eyes to see, my God, give us perspective, give us perspective and give us the strength, Lord, Father, to break free.
in the name of Jesus. I hope you're praying this morning. Pray for yourself. Pray for your children. Pray for your family. Father Lord, we pray for a release, oh God, over our family, over our generations, my God, in the name of Jesus. Every plan of the enemy to keep us small, Lord. It will not come to pass in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Lord, that if there be any door that has been opened, O God, Father, we shut it by the blood of Jesus. And if there be any door that has been shut, Lord, that you desire to keep open, Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that by the blood, Lord, the doors are unlocked in the name of Jesus. We pray that your will be done in our lives, my God, in Jesus' precious name. Father, Lord, we pray that if we have been victims or perpetrators of manipulation, in our lives. Father Lord, we pray for deliverance. I want you to cry out for deliverance this morning. Deliverance from the spirit of manipulation. Deliverance from the spirit of manipulation. Whether you are the one that has been manipulated uh, or you're the one that manipulates knowingly or unknowingly. Father, open our eyes to even begin to see these things for what they really are because that is where the sting of the serpent loses its power. When our eyes can see when our perspective shifts oh god and so father in the name of jesus let us not even become complacent with revelation lord but father lord we pray that we will continue to press for perspective in you in the name of jesus and so father we pray for deliverance this morning baba we pray oh god because your word tells us that whom the son of god has set free is free indeed we receive the freedom that comes oh god from you lord jesus Every time we have put our selfish agenda, oh God, above your will. Oh Father, we ask for forgiveness this morning in the name of Jesus. Every time we have put our trust in the arm of flesh, whether it be our flesh or the flesh of men. Father Lord, we ask for forgiveness this morning in the name of Jesus. Baba, we repent, O oh God. We repent, O oh God. We repent, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, let us not be the ones that embody and propagate the very evil that has hindered us in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us not be propagators of evil, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let the sting of the serpent, let it leave no residue in our bodies. Let it leave no residues in our hearts. Let it leave no residues in our soul, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let there be a thorough cleaning and a sweeping, O oh God, by your word, O oh God, by your light, by your truth, by the soul sword of the spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I hope we're praying this morning. Um, I hope we're praying. I hope we're praying. I hope we're praying. Praise God. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep praying. And next, I want us to say, Lord, let us not be the builders for the enemy. Let us not be the builders for the enemy because there's a very, very, very thin line, you know, between living the God life and eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And that is where um, we must understand that good intentions can only take us so far. Um, I'm constantly having conversations with very young people, you know, that are navigating adulthood, navigating seasons of life, um, you know, and being a Christian and walking in purity um, in this current trend and this current age. And I hear things being said like, oh, but, you know, I, I know I'm a Christian. I want to do right by God. But, you know, um, I've told myself I won't do this. I won't do that. I've told myself I won't do X, Y, Z, you know, and it's like a constant, consistent thread um, where people have good intentions, but all the actions um, that are leading to destruction are the things that most of the time they find themselves engaging in. And I tell them, it's like you are telling yourself you are going on a certain journey. Your destination is, let's say, America. But you have bought tickets to go to Africa. You have uh, made 
hotel reservation in Africa, but you've told yourself, no, I know I will never reach Africa or is America I'm going to, is America I came from, so that's where I'm going to. But all your actions, everything you are doing is leading you towards a certain destination. You have not, you've not, <laughs> you have arrived at the destination even before you get there physically by reason of your actions and your preparations and your plans and your posture. And that is one thing we must understand. You may have good intentions. You may think you know the truth that, oh, this is where I know I want to go. This is where I came from. So I know I must end up there. But what are your daily decisions leading you up to? Remember, we have come to a, a, a destiny dependent season of our lives as a people, as a community, as a ministry, as a household. We have come to a destiny dependent decision uh, um, season of our lives and so everything we do a little here a little there we cannot be half in and half out you know and that is why we must be very careful it is a very sensitive season for us and that is why we say things like it has to be it's not just come and fast for seven days it is to uphold and live the fasted life and so there's no in between jesus christ said is either you are hot or you are cold he said i'd rather you be hot or cold don't be lukewarm i will spew you out of my mouth so we must be the lines must be very clear for us in this season of building of course the enemy will try to come and pervert the thing that the lord is doing he may try to come and bring a false image of something before its time and so that's why we must constantly be checking with the spirit to know yes i am building yes i am advancing yes i am shifting but in what direction Am I moving in the direction of the spirit of the living God or am I walking in building or advancing the agenda of the kingdom of darkness because there are no in-betweens? And so, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, O God, and we ask for your grace. We ask for sight. We ask for light to be able to see in the name of Jesus. Let us not be weapons, Lord, that can be used by the kingdom of darkness to advance the evil agendas of this age. In the name Name of Jesus and so Spirit of the Living God, we invite you to take control over our thoughts, over our conversations, over our postures, the postures of our hearts, Lord, uh, over our decisions, oh God, over everything that we do, Lord. Be the chief influencer of our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we give ourselves over to the influence of the Spirit of the Most High God. I want you to make this confession and say, Holy Spirit. I give myself to your influence. I fully yield myself to your power and your authority. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, let me not be a propagator, O God, of darkness, Lord. Father, let the enemy not prey on my ignorance at every point in time of my life, Lord. Flood me with insight and understanding, my God. Equip me, O God. Equip me, O God, so that my eyes will constantly see. Lord Jesus, you, my God, you are Yahweh, the moving mark. Let me not stay stuck, Lord, in the move of yesterday. Let me not stay stuck in the move, Lord, of an hour ago. Let me not stay stuck, Lord, in the speakings and the instructions of the previous times and seasons of life. But Father, help me, Lord, to be hinged, Lord, on the wings of your spirit, that I will continue to go at your wavelength, that I will continue to move at your direction, that I will continue to move at your word, my God. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your word be my thrust. Let your word be my direction. Let your word be my guide. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray, oh God, that you would set me free and you will set us free, Lord, from the, the stronghold, Lord, of emotional decisions. Father, making emotional decisions, oh God, that seem good, Lord, that seem factual, oh God, but veer us off from the path of truth. In the mighty name of Jesus, let us not be people, Lord, that base our decisions on our feelings and emotions, oh God. But Father, even in our emotions, we invite you, Lord, to give us stability, my God, in the name of Jesus. Give us clarity, oh God. Give us sight, oh God. Give us understanding, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father, let our emotions, oh God, Father, let them not be 
the tools, Lord, uh, that the enemy uses. Let them not be prey for the kingdom of darkness to manipulate us, O God, or cause us to walk in a pseudo-government that is countering your will. In the name of Jesus, I hope we are praying this morning. Yes, Lord, let your spirit be my chief influencer. Let your spirit be my chief influencer. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Um, there was something the Lord showed me in scripture this morning. Very interesting. You know, talking about the beliefs of our hearts because uh, like we mentioned earlier, one of the ways that the enemy um, finds a way to just hinge and latch himself um, to a believer or to a person is one through broken hedges, um, through open doors, and also through belief systems. And that is why there's a lot of um, isms that are happening that we see in trend in culture. There's a lot of theories, lots of schools of thoughts. There's lots of doctrine and the bible tells us that we must not be um, easily tossed aside by every wind of doctrine when we think of doctrine we may just relate it to the scriptural context but doctrine is teaching that conditions the minds of people so when you sit down and you're watching tv actually the message of what you're watching the message of that news becomes doctrine over your life you know and that's why we must constantly be sensitive by the discernment of the spirit we must be sensitized by the spirit rather so that we can be able to discern future um um that which is god and that which is evil um that which is the will of god and that which is darkness and so um beliefs doctrines every belief in your heart um that is not built on the foundation of Christ, uh, we have to pray that it be dispelled in the name of Jesus. And we're going to make that prayer. But I want us to look at a scripture in Genesis chapter 16, which is very interesting. So please let's open our Bibles to Genesis 16. <laughs> Praise God. Are you still with me? So quiet this morning, but I believe you are here. If you're here, please type. We're yes. here. Awesome. Awesome. So Genesis 16. Um, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So Genesis 16 from verse 17, we see Jesus Christ speaking to, and, you know, speaking about, uh, as it were, Peter in two contexts from verse 17, Jesus answered that, okay, let's back up. We know the scripture. Peter confesses Jesus as Christ from verse 13. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say that I am, that I, the son of God am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you but my father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one that he was Jesus the Christ. Now, if we move on further, to verse 21 22 after jesus showed his disciples you know um some of the things that will happen and told them some of the things that he will suffer and how he will be killed and the kind of death he will die this same peter took him aside and began to rebuke him and he said far be it from you god will not allow this happen to you but what happened jesus turned and said to peter he said get thee behind me satan you are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. Praise God. So in the context of beliefs and in the context of doctrine and in the context of mindsets, we see here, on the one hand, uh, Peter had received the 
would I say the blessing and the breakthrough, the commendation of heaven and Christ, uh, Jesus said to him, he said to him, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father that is in heaven. Um, and then in the next scripture, he's saying to him, get thee behind me, Satan. So here we see that. And he told him, you are not mindful of the things of God. You are mindful of the things of the flesh. Um, and we see the importance of revelation here. There's another record in um, another one of the other gospels, you know, that says, upon this rock, I will build my church. You know, upon this revelation, I will build my church. I will build my ecclesia. So when we talk about building, building is, is, is uh, there's a foundation of revelation that, that enables uh, the building of godly standards, you know, so revelation from the father we also see is a cure for the ignorance that is at the root of ungodly beliefs and standards. And that is why we, God feeds us. With, I believe is one of the reasons why he's feeding us with revelation in this time. Praise God. Because revelation is the cure. Revelation is that thing that will allow your convictions to grow. When everybody else in the room is saying yes, you will have a check in your spirit. You will hear the voice of the Lord saying to you, this is the way to go, walk in it. When you are, the whole world is going according to a certain trend, Ah, by the grace of God, you will be able to subscribe to that which is unpopular belief, but is truth, that is light, and that is the will of God. And so we see how, one person and it's interesting that it was the same one person it wasn't another it wasn't john it wasn't um what's it called um wasn't um thomas it wasn't somebody else it was the same peter that on the one hand he was able to connect and know what the spirit was saying at that time and per that season and was blessed by christ you know um and on the other hand we see how he was in error and Jesus Christ rebuked him uh, and rebuked the spirit that was hiding itself behind that speech and behind that word that was released. And so um, when we speak about beliefs, doctrines, it is all determined by the revelation or the lack of revelation. Like I said, revelation from God is the cure. So if you ever get to a point where you feel like, oh my God, I'm not sure, I feel confused, I'm revelation many times we are just um would i say a perspective away from knowing what to do and one of the things that we know is that the mark one of the marks of maturity is our ability to make decisions decision making decision making for you to be able to draw that line clearly you must be able to decide and so the lord is giving us the strength the capacity and the ability to make godly decisions in this season but it is all resting upon the revelation that comes from god not the one that comes from flesh and blood not the one that comes from the doctrine of this world not the one that comes from the information and the news of this world um it has to be based on the revelation of god and so father in the mighty name of jesus we just pray lord that there be unhindered revelation oh god to your word father to truth oh god to light oh god and to your will in the name of jesus father lord we pray oh god that nothing stands in the way of us receiving from you and if there be any time and any season oh god where we have focused on the flesh lord and acted in error we ask for forgiveness lord let us not be too proud lord to even uh, uh um we correct our steps, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us not be too proud to pick things up from where we left off. Help us to consistently learn, Lord, as we journey with you, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, Lord, to be faithful students, Lord, to the teachings of your spirit. Let our actions not make it tiresome for the spirit to lead us. Let our actions not make it um, um, a strife, Lord, uh, Father, or hard for the spirit to lead us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be no contention when your spirit leads us, when your spirit corrects us, corrects us, when your spirit instructs us, my God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you praise, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Another thing I saw interesting in Matthew 16, 17 to 19, when Jesus told him that flesh and blood had not revealed this to him, he said, but my father in heaven. And then Jesus Christ went on to say, he said, um, 
and I say to you that you are Peter, and on this show, aha, it was this same account. He said, I will build my I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. So the gates of Hades will contend for the building. The gates of Hades will try to break in and enter the building of God. But Jesus Christ assured him that upon this rock of revelation, upon this rock of insight, upon this rock that I, you know, um, of connection to God's word um, uh, and, uh, and God's instructions, the gates of hell will not prevail. And remember, Keep this in context that Yahweh is an ever-moving mark. So it is not the revelation of yesterday that will equip you or strengthen you or barricade you against the attacks of the age of today or tomorrow. You have to be in constant motion with the leading of the spirit. But most important, um, what I saw more interesting was that in verse 19, he said, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosened in heaven. He said, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Authority. Authority to walk in the full representation of Christ. Authority to fully exercise what it means to be in the image and likeness of Christ. He said, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I remember yesterday we kind of ended up, ended um, closed up at uh, the point where we were talking about God creating man in his image and likeness. And it's not just enough to have the image of God, but the likeness. It is the likeness of God that balances that image that we have. Remember, um, one of the things I have shared previously on prayer is that it it just, it's like God is constantly walking in like a double-edged, um, would I say, framework. So it's not just the image that is enough. It is the likeness that carries that image. It is the likeness. It is the character that carries that image, you know. And I'm going to put this in context for us. If we look at First Samuel 2, verse 12, the story of Hophni and Phineas. Uh the Bible tells us, Hophni and Phineas, they were the sons of Eli. But in verse 12, the Bible says, now the sons of Eli were sons of Bedeal. They were sons of Bedeal. How is it that in the same sentence that they are described, the same sentence that it is talking about them, introducing them, is talking about how they are the sons of Eli, but they are also sons of Bedeal. So whose sons were they really and truly? So in the image, they carried Eli's image because they had his name. They were born by him. Biologically, they could have been linked to him. But in likeness and character, they were the sons of Belial. The Bible goes on to say they knew not the Lord. And I did a little digging into Belial and what Belial means. You know, amongst other things, Belial means worthless, good for nothing, unprofitable, wicked, and destruction. Yesterday, one of the things we touched on was wickedness and how the Bible, um, you know, describes wickedness um, um, as the as the servant that could not even reproduce the act of faithfulness uh, of forgiveness that the master gave to him. So it is, uh, and this says unprofitable and good for nothing and worthless. Aha. So we see how the Lord is bringing all of these things in context carrying the image, bearing the image and having the likeness of God and how it must result in fruitfulness and worth and, and, and profiting to the kingdom of God, not in ruin or, de or destruction, carrying the, the, the um, bearing the image of God and walking in his likeness, carrying his likeness. That is what gives uh, uh, meaning to the image that we carry. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, this morning we just pray over ourselves and we ask, oh God, that indeed we will be full representatives of Christ in character, in conduct, in perspective, in speech, and in everything that we do and all that we are in the name of Jesus. Lord, we will not leave double standards. 
We will not uphold double standards. Make that prayer for yourself. And say, Lord, I, I will not live a double standard life. I will not live double standard spirituality. In the name of Jesus, in my business, Lord, I will not live double standards. I will not be the one that has one leg in or one leg out, Lord. I will not be the one that says, that shuts the doors to the teachings of God when it gets to the point where I can benefit for myself setting things in the flesh. Father, in the name of Jesus, help me help me oh god not to leave double standards oh god help me oh god not to dilly dally oh god with your instructions Baba, help me, Lord, to fully give myself, Lord, uh, to the standards, Lord, to upholding the standards of the kingdom of heaven, Lord, that I represent on earth, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Help me to fully exercise what it means to be in the image and likeness of God. Father, let me not be seen through the lens of, of eternity as one that carries your image but doesn't bear your likeness, that does not uphold your standards. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, this is our prayer this morning. Lord Jesus, we see how in the life of Peter, you gave him the keys to the kingdom of heaven and you declared that whatever he binds on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever he loses on earth will be loosened in heaven. This is a complete picture of image and likeness. And so, Father, let us be the ones that carry, oh God, the complete picture, oh God, of your image and your likeness upon the earth in the mighty name of Jesus. My rebo so in the name of Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. And so, Father, we thank you once again this morning. We thank you, Father, for carrying us, Lord, uh, Father, and breaking your word even further for us, giving us understanding, Lord, and leading us, Lord, and giving us instruction. We pray, Father, that every word that we have heard, Lord, and every prayer that we have made, oh God, multiplies itself in our lives in the name of Jesus. And so, Spirit of the living God, we ask that you have your way. We ask that you take control. We ask for your grace and your help even in this time and in this season, as we continue to pray, as we continue to stay in your word, as we continue to seek you, O oh God, we pray, Father, that you would continue to strengthen us uh, and, Father, continue to give us the guidance that we need and continue to lighten the path for us as we take the steps in obedience, Lord, that you are crafting for us in the path, uh, uh, steps in obedience for the paths that you are crafting for us in this time and in this season, in Jesus' name. And so, Father, we say thank you. Let your name be praised and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, prayers for Doreen. Um, I don't know. What, what would you like us to pray about for Doreen? Oh, okay. Um, all right, please. Well, we pray for Doreen in the name of Jesus. Father, we commit Doreen into your hands. And Lord God, we ask that you take control over the life and the affairs of Doreen. Uh, Father, we pray, oh God, that whatever desires, Lord, um, that she she has and whatever situations that she is going through right now father lord we pray for your help and we pray for your grace and we pray for your strength um, um for her in the name of jesus and we pray oh god that you will um send her um, in this season when you are giving resources, Lord, uh, on every side, I pray, Lord, that you will equip her with the resources of heaven, the resources of people. Let the fragrance of your favor, let it be released over her, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Baba, as you strengthen her, oh God, we pray that you will lighten, uh, you will make light every and any burden that she bears in this time in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for Doreen is blessed and we thank you, Father, for she will not be overwhelmed, oh God, as she leans on you. She she will not lose hope. She will not lose faith, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your will and your plans and your purpose for Doreen's life, let it be established in this season. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise God. For everyone that is experiencing overwhelm um, by the 
issues of life, um, everyone that is suffering um, from the constant, um, would I say, um, the constant um, instability of the economy of this world, I pray that in the name of Jesus, that um, the economy of heaven um, is released over you. You tap into the economy of heaven. I pray that the, the resources, the storehouses, the gates of heaven are open over God's people. I pray that there will be divine supply in the name of Jesus. Lord God, you are Jehovah Jireh, you are provider. We pray for divine provision, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, if there be any place or anywhere where there is shortage or lack, Father Lord, I pray that over your children, they will want for nothing in the mighty name of Jesus. Your word says that the young lions do lack, Lord, but they that wait upon the Lord, Father, the benefits of waiting, oh God, you said, Lord, that you will provide, Lord. Father, we will lack and they will want for nothing. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, as we seek you, as we cry out to you, as we pray, as we trust you, oh God, we pray, Father, for supplies. We pray for provision, oh God. We pray for help, oh God, in the name of Jesus. It is you that fills our mouths with good things. And so, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we call for the good things of heaven, Lord. Father, let them translate into our our lives upon the earth in the name of Jesus. We say no more to lack. We say no more to poverty. Father, Lord, we pray, oh God, for wisdom, Lord, even in this time, Lord, everything that you are opening our eyes to see. Many times, Lord, when there is shortage, we are forced to see that which we do not have. But Father, you have given your word and we know that you are faithful. And you have said that in this season, you are doing a new thing. And so Father, Lord, we pray that in the name of Jesus, every new thing that you are doing, our eyes will see and we will not miss out on it, oh God. Father, you will fix our focus, Lord, to see that which you are working out in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord, cause the bands of your children to overflow, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let our bands be filled with plenty, O God, and let our vats brim over with new wine in the mighty name of Jesus. Not just enough for us, Lord, but even overflowing, overflowing, overflowing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, we pray that even as we honor you, Lord, with our time, as we honor you with that which we have, as we honor you with our wealth, as we honor you, Lord, with our fruits, oh God, we pray, Lord Jesus, that you will cause, Lord, the bands, Lord, round about our lives to break, break free, oh God, and let us burst forth, Lord, in abundance of supplies in the name of Jesus. Indeed, the economies of heaven will speak over us. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. And I'm just going to say this because it's interesting that the Lord led me to this scripture um, in Proverbs 3 verse 10 that says, your bands will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. But the scripture that precedes that says, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your bands will be filled to overflowing and your vats will be brimmed, will, will brim over with new wine. Let me share something with you. I know we say it constantly uh, and we say it, you know, over and over, give and give. But as a personal testimony, the times when I have felt the lowest, whether it is emotionally or financially, that those times when I have given, whether of myself or given resources or given financially, those were the times when I broke free and I broke through the most. Not necessarily because X amount of money now jumps into my account. No, or not because I now began to feel strong, but I expanded in God. I don't know how to explain it. It was like the cloud of lack or the cloud of, um, of, uh, of would I say, being deficient or just lacking altogether. I was released from it. It's like another layer was broken off of me. Uh, it is not to say that those things around me changed instantly, but I was the one that changed from the inside. One of the things that I have been sharing with my team is that just because there is no external, um, would I say an external manifestation of something, it does not mean that there is no eternal reward. And the proof of the eternal reward is what is happening on the inside of you. So because something is not materializing externally immediately, it does not mean that you have been robbed of your eternal reward. 
We must trust the Lord. And so when we are coming to him and we are asking, we must take the word of God fully. Let us not be quick to say amen to prayers when we have not done what the scripture is instructing us to do. So in the times where you feel the lowest, believe me, that is the time where you must give. So when the Lord is saying give, it's not me that said, it's not Pastor Stephanie that said, it's not a prayer in uh, mandate. It is the word of God that says that when we honor the Lord, with our first fruits, where we honor him with our wealth. So today, I want you to give. Whether you, you as the Lord lays in your heart, and this is not a call to, oh, give to pure, I give to pure, no. But sit down and think about it. And ask the Lord to show you how he wants you to give in this season, how he wants you to give, what he wants you to give. Um, and for the Bible to talk about finances, I don't think that it was a coincidence. There is a fine... There is something, there is a financial, there's a way we give financially that honors the Lord. The Bible says you honor the Lord with your wealth. Wealth is not just limited to money. Praise God. There's a wealth of resources that God has placed on the inside of you. Remember the story of the widow and the jars. She didn't think she had anything until the jars were present. And she kept feeling and feeling and feeling. This was a woman that had absolutely nothing. But when she brought the jars, the Lord continued to fill it with oil. She, she went and borrowed jars. She went and got as much as she could find the capacity. She went and partnered with someone that had jars. And the Lord filled every jar with oil. So as you honor the Lord in obedience to his word, the Lord will fill you. He's faithful. So it is not his own part that is in question. It is us that are in question and that need to be checked. I pray the Lord gives us understanding in the name of Jesus. And I trust that the Lord uh, will be, I trust the faithfulness of God. And I know that as we align to his word, uh, we will testify of God's goodness in Jesus' name. God bless you all. Have a fantastic day. And um, we'll see you again tomorrow morning, same time. Bye everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Stephanie. Thank you, Pastor Stephanie. Thank you, Pastor Stephanie. Thank you, Pastor Stephanie.